Welcome to Rock Shop Talk. Our show talks best practices, fun anecdotes, and the latest cutting-edge technology in our field to kick your screen printing gears into hyperdrive. Today's episode features registration for the pros. Thank you so much for joining us today. We'll be right back. So I want to welcome everybody back to Rock Shop Talk. Today we are talking about registration with the pros. That's not car registration. That's screen printing registration with the pros. We're here with uh, Tyler and Alexa Carey of In-House Prints. Uh, What's going on? As well as Brian. Hey, there we go. What's up, guys? As as well as uh, Brian Richards from Rock US in his beanie and ever-growing hair. And uh, Mr. Merrill Caps, our creative producer. Up, Thanks everyone? for having me. Good stuff. Heck yeah, I'm not in the studio again. It's weird. I know, I know. I I lock myself in. I kind of I kind of like that. It's very um, very um, COVID safe here. I like that. Like I <laughs> I, I just mean, take like a poster back. with me and I pretend I'm somewhere cool. I like it. I mean, you can you know while you're doing your pull ups, you're like, man, this rocks. That was really awful. <laughs> <laughs> But I'm not going to cut it because it's, it's fun to make fun of myself. So go for it. What are we talking about today? Well, we're going to talk about registration. That's right. We are registering. Yeah, screen printing registration. Law? What kind of things? I, what kind of things? I go think, for it. I, th- I think we could start, though, with some up- – we should update people on things. That's like our typical that MO, right? Yeah. It was like the bus for like, I don't know, eight months. Right. It's like the bus, uh, the bus. It'll maybe be ready. Our and denial now, is beautiful. Yeah, I've given up. It's The bus is actually still getting fixed. <laughs> 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 so we're not even going to talk about it. Um, we do have some cool stuff coming up, though. Uh, December, the month of, of giving, hopefully. You know, everyone feels that way. I definitely think it's it's a month of giving. Um, we are doing a pretty cool, uh, gift to, uh, those partners out there looking to rock or potentially add another rock. We are doing a free shipping day on, uh, December 14th. In fact, it's actually between now and December 14th. So December 14th is the cutoff to get free shipping, but, uh, if you're interested in getting a new machine, adding a machine, uh, you know, take advantage of some free shipping. That was a cool laugh. Do we need to open an opportunity for Alexa and Tyler? For you need to, if I, if my wall was 10 feet further over, I would submit a purchase order today. Yeah. I'm in my garage. Let me see if I have a sledgehammer right yeah. here. Oh, I, have a, I have a Sawzall, dude. I'll totally There's, ship yeah, I just need it so the pallet arms can fit through into yeah. the neighbor's spot. Okay, perfect. He'll drive the uh, he'll drive the bus out. He'll take care of all the demos. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I want to try to drive the bus somewhere closer first to make <laughs> yeah. sure we can get that far. Um, I think we should try Montana. Fixed. So those I was who don't know, like we're, Seattle. <laughs> we're on the opposite coast. We're in New Jersey, so right. that would be. I mean, for your first ship, it'd be pretty cool, but. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know about a winter trip across yeah. the United States <laughs> yeah. of America in a bus that I'm not sure the transmission will make it 400 miles yet. So yeah. we'll, I do want to go there, though. I really miss a good pork roll. 
That's my favorite oh, yeah. thing about visiting New Jersey is going to a little cafe and having like an amazing pork roll. They're so good. I found Taylor ham here. It's $14.95 a pound at the grocery store just to get the little tiny thing Jeez. for me to feel like I'm in Jersey for a brief <laughs> um cool so yeah uh free freight uh friday uh, not friday monday or monday the day formerly known as friday last last year it was friday yeah um free freight monday officially ends december 14th so check out our website rock.us uh we'll be up on the home page uh you can click to get some more information and speak to one of our amazing reps to help you out if you're interested in taking advantage um with that being said that's my one big update for now, maybe mm-hmm. later we'll have more. Um, let's get into uh, registration. Well, I want to kind of hear about these awesome let's people. Let's talk about in-house prints. Yeah, what well, are you yeah, guys doing? What's, um, what's what's your what's your uh, we print t-shirts? Crazy, <laughs> right? You don't say. Go on. Yeah. Uh, what uh, what's this year been like for you? How have you shifted in your business? What are you focusing on now? What's been the adventure like? Um, I mean. Fortunately for us, it's been massive. Um, it's been awesome and pretty much a trajectory up. But I think the hardest part for us probably was midway with um, the ability to grow our staff or even just have anybody here. Um, mm-hmm. As most people know, a lot of people are getting paid more to stay home. Um, so that's hard to compete with. Um, but we were used to being kind of a two person team. So that was all right. But I mean, it's been a minimum of five days a week, if not seven ever since. Yeah. I mean, wow. this whole year, we it's been nuts. Yeah. Went like right in March when New Jersey kind of got shut down. We had one week where I wouldn't even say it was slow. It just wasn't our typical week. Uh, mm. We still got orders placed, but it was like weird. And then since March, it's been nonstop. Like we're already, we typically are seven to 10 business days. We were three to four. Now we're four to six. Like we're just, we're slammed. And I mean, I'm sure as plenty of you guys know with like stock and everything that has kind of made it a little bit harder for us. We weren't able to offer like a lot of our people, like the store, um, part of it, like the pre-order stores, um, just because we weren't able to guarantee that they were able to keep that stock. So but wow. everything's been, we've been t-shirts, vinyl, embroidery, nonstop. Awesome. So wow. what is the, uh, what does the space look like? Is it literally just um, you two guys like doing, doing everything kind of man in the, man in the, uh, no, it's been a few months now where we have a team of four, uh, two guys run the press full time. Uh, we have a girl who will run our embroidery. And then when she's not doing that, she'll hop off and uh, catch shirts, stack and fold. Um, and then we had another guy that was part-time, but he was doing all our fulfillment. Um, so he would ship out orders. And then if he had a break between that, he would be, uh, end of the dryer helping them. Um, but yeah, so we have two people running the press, uh, Monday through Friday for us right now. Wow. Sweet. Nice. So That's yeah, awesome. no, great to hear the success during this time for sure. Yeah, and especially true. it sounds like growth. I mean, that's, I've been hearing yeah. that a lot lately. It seems like all the folks that kind of made it through that first hump of, you know, March, April, May kind of time frame, it's like, you know, took off from, from there and has, has been great. So glad to hear For it. Sure. And we fortunately, I'll say fortunately, um, didn't have to print any masks. 
we just, you know, we had to turn some people away because we just decided that we were going to focus on what we were good at and it's t-shirts. So we kind of stuck to our, our whole thing of printing t-shirts and it worked out for us. Yeah. And if they needed them, we'd give them to them. Um, but we, we like. were like, yeah, like right now, like we're booked with what we're doing and there's no added benefit to printing them. But if you need them for safety, here they are, like, well, we can get them for you. Um, nice. and we just order them in that way, but just keep our t-shirt production and stuff going. Cause that was, we just wanted right, to so stay focused them up on with it. the, with the mask, just not customize it. Like, yeah, yeah. I kind of would, that was, oh, actually, yeah, that's yeah. We're just smart. selling them blank. Like if you need them yeah. with your order stuff, like that's fine. Um, but we're not going to switch over to printing that when we've got everything already booked and gone for, um, our normal items and stuff. It's a good play. Yeah. Smart. Well, congrats. So, that's amazing. Yeah. So we're here to talk about a really fun topic. We're doing like these fun back-to-back topics. Last week was taxes. Like, oh, yeah. <laughs> we skipped that one. <laughs> yeah. It was actually fantastic. I actually learned things. Like, yeah. I mean, it, it's it was it was a good episode. And now we're gonna move on to to registration, which is you know, it's about like taxes, but there's a lot of things that people don't know about oh, registration, sure. how easy it can be, how difficult it can be, tips and tricks and and all sorts of stuff. I mean, registration is one of those things. There are a lot of different ways to do it. And so um, can you guys explain to our listeners what is the process to registration? Um, well, before it was finding the palette with the least amount of lint and drawing our center line or having to retape it and then lining up our registration marks to maybe a transparency that was taped to it on each screen, doing a test print, having it be off and needing to move it and clear the ink off registration marks and roughly an hour or two into it, um, start printing and then hope you didn't forget to tape over one. I do remember there was one job. (laughs) I don't know what the heck was going on but he came in he's like we're not printing this today <laughs> i was like all right we're done <laughs> and that was that was when we were on our rock so we've had that now two and a half years wow um but yeah now it's uh i do all the burning of the screens right now um so we'll uh set our film positives on our pru i'll burn everything and just get them all lined up for the guys to literally load onto the press um, and I'll swing over if they need to adjust them or help with that. But we've got people for over the last year and a half that have either had no experience printing or very little and are able to lock and load our jobs um, using the PRU and the registration palette. It's, it's even, I mean, for me, I, I'm, I mean, obviously you're always learning about screen printing, but I was, Tyler's the pro, I'm not. And for me, even loading a one color job without the PRU was not difficult, but it was time consuming and, you know, time is money. And so now I can literally just throw it on the press and, you know, boom, 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 you're done. That's awesome. So for for our listeners out there, PRU is a positive registration unit, pre-registration unit. (laughs) I hate acronyms. (laughs) What actually is, it's a pre-registration unit, correct, Brian? Uh, I, I believe it's a positive registration unit. Positive. Pro- oh, we are. Ahead of the but game. he's a positive so, person, so that's I'm, why. I'm not positive <laughs> that it's 
No, I'll pause the registration here. We're just hitting sure. all the notes today. <laughs> well, it's kind it's of just, funny. It's a PRU. It's, it's a PRU. It's, it's for your film positive, so it could be a positive registration unit. And they have little plus marks and on them. You, you use it before, so it could be a pre-registration unit because you're, you're doing this in the dark room before you go to the press. So we're just going to go with... <laughs> Maybe we should call it PPRU, pre-positive <laughs> registration unit. Anyway. How about uh, So <laughs> for our listeners out there, I mean, a lot of people that run autos are used to, you know, PIN system pre-registration, which essentially is like pre-punched, hole-punched carrier sheets. Um, there's a special rig inside your, your um, exposure unit. You've got pins, you tape everything down one on top of another, you pre-line it up in there, you tape it up to your screen, and that's how a lot of other systems in this industry work, Um, you know, and so a lot of people are unfamiliar with PRU. I mean, Rock's been in, in the U.S. for going on eight years now, and it is a different kind of technology. It's not the same. Can you guys explain to our listeners how it actually works? Um, we talked to the, you know, those lasers, you've got the little crosshairs on there. Can you kind of overview that a little bit? Yeah. So basically what you're doing is in the past, we would, you'd have your transparencies, um, face down or whatever, and then you'd lay your screen on top. This is, uh, inverting your screen over a set of crosshair lasers. Um, most people, uh, you always leave your top, uh, crosshair in the same place all the time. And then as your transparencies are longer or shorter, you can move the lower one. And what you're doing is you're locking it in on three points of contact. And those three points are going to match up on press um, so that you're carrying over those same uh, pressure points on the frame. And that way, when you go and load up all your screens, they're all going to lock back into place. And then those lasers that you used in the beginning to line up your transparencies uh, will then just be right, pretty much close, right wherever you need them on the press. And so it just streamlines a lot. And it's a, a huge help too when you go to uh, a reorder or to set something up, um, no matter, I mean, I'm sure there's a great process that you never forget a box of shirts, but if you're like, you run through eight boxes and then all of a sudden you tear them down to do the back and then you trip over the box that also was for that job or bag. Yeah. Or the bag. <laughs> and you're like, all right, well, before you'd have to peel off your tape, clean out that registration mark line, stuff back up this. You're like, Oh, cool. Like, just give me the board. I'll toss them back on. You can finish them. And like that alone, if you can just add up your time is just huge in the ability to reset up, um, which is like, a factor people don't necessarily think about until it's too late. Um, I mean, that's also like, I mean, that whole video on rock with us, like that's the reason we got the automatic press was to save time. And it's like one of those things where you can't buy time. And so with the PRU and the rock, you can't for a small fee, um, (laughs) you can buy time. And like, that's, I think one of the most underrated things that people miss out on in their shops is, and like, you, there's nothing wrong with printing on a manual. Like we did it like, but once you get to this level of printing where you have people doing reorders in the same month, like washing out the string, like redoing all those things all over again, 
it's just the PRU can save that all of that time for you. And you guys are paying people. So if those people are spending two hours doing registration, that's two hours you're not making any money because your consumer is paying you for a finished t-shirt. They're not paying you to, you know, screw around tapping a screen back and forth and taping and untaping and moving. And, you know, I think that that's a lot of thing, you know, things that people don't understand. I mean, I didn't understand that in my business for years. It was just like, that's how we did things. And so, you know, I didn't realize, you know, at the time how much technology could make a big difference just in how much money we were spending or the opportunity costs that, you know, the people that worked for me could have been doing something else instead of, you know, doing what they were. So it's a really good point. And um, it's good to know that that system's different too, because it does take less time. You're not using as much tape. You don't have these extra carrier sheets. There's no additional expense in it. So it's kind of like you buy the unit and just, you know, because of the lasers that are involved, it, it does its thing. So um, it's awesome. Very cool. Well, we're going to take this moment, go to a quick commercial break. And when we come back, we will talk about uh, some fun stories about registration and get more into it. So we will be right back. Your business may be eligible for the tremendous Section 179 deduction for the remainder of the 2020 year tax year. The bonus depreciation deduction or a combination of both. To learn how your business can benefit from this awesome tax code opportunity, please visit rock.us slash pages slash section 179 or call 1-87-ROCKET-NOW. That's 877 I want to welcome everybody back to Rock Shop Talk, your one-stop rock shop where we talk all things screen printing. Today, we are covering the topic of registration, and we're here with the pros, Tyler and Alexa Carey of In-House Prints, and we're also joined by our channel manager, Mr. Brian Richards. Alongside of us as well is our creative producer, as always, Mr. Merrill Hey, oh, wow, that was quite the introduction. I really, uh, really like that. Thank you for that. <laughs> happy December, everyone. Yeah, happy December. Yeah, happy we made it's it. It's weird. This year, I don't know how like, we made it, but we did. There's still more 2020. Shut your face. <laughs> yeah, I'm concerned people think it's over after 2020. Of like, uh, <laughs> we're just yeah. getting started. <laughs> right. It's so yeah. mainly over in like June of 2021 <laughs> is kind of what I'm shooting for in my head. Yeah. But, um, yeah. I think we've all gotten used to it though, right? Yeah. It's, you know, Hopefully. you guys are, you know, having great business right now. You're killing it. So that's got to feel good. I mean, there's been a lot of good that's that's come out of this time for the people that have embraced it and just said, you know what, I'm going to, you know, trudge forward and, and try to do what I can in, in a tough time. Um, I, you know, I, I think it's, it's all how you look, you look at it, right? True that. Well, uh, I mean, I know we touched a little bit about this on, on the last question, so I don't want to go back too much onto that. But um, regarding any fun, you know, slash horror stories that you've had with uh, registration, and this goes for everybody on the call, um, it, with your background here, what's the benefits of standardizing registration? What What happened before you did that? And what did you use before uh, the ROG registration unit uh, and that kind of thing? Yeah, um, I mean, for us, I, I mean, even just last week, we had a job, just a four color. We were going wet on wet and just did our test print and knew that on one part of the art, the yellow, that we wanted to actually bring in another section that was left out. 
Um, and in the past, that would have been an issue mm-hmm. where you're reburning and just kind of like guessing where you had the transparencies because it was pretty much just a, like I said, like a line on the board. I, I couldn't. Yeah, I couldn't burn screens because it was just such an. It was so like I knew how I was doing it, and that's how it was just done. Um, But now that it's just a streamlined system, like you're just lining these up, and I was able to get us a new screen and toss that on press, and we didn't have to push the job off till the next day or anything. Like as long as you have an arsenal of screens, like you're pretty much set. Um, And with it, it's easy to teach someone how to do it. Yeah. So it's not like Tyler is the only one that could burn screens and line them up. It's it's so much easier to teach someone when you have an actual process for something Mm -hmm. versus like, okay, now take the tape and move it this way and count three uh, fingers on the top and make sure you're, you know, like it's a a far cry from like lean in with your left hip and tap the screen. Exactly. And, and I mean, I think it's the same, uh, the reason we appreciate it so much um, is the same reason when someone was a manual printer first and then moves to an auto, they understand the benefits. Um, we purchased our rock uh, without a PRU. So it wasn't until a year later that we purchased one. And I mean, the same day I got it dialed in, I was like, I literally wasted a year. Like, wow. because said they should require that you. Well, and that was my thing. It's like, I don't every, if a shop, if it's their first press, um, it should just be built into the cost. Um, and it should be as important as, uh, having the right air compressor, because if I would have had that sooner, um, right now I'm ready to get a second auto. Um, I could have been ready earlier. Um, because but he was so dang slow setting yeah, up his screen. But I was over there setting up screens. <laughs> but I mean, it's just amazing because I, I, y- y- everyone can do stuff by themselves, and it's when you start adding people to your team that you need a system um, mm-hmm. to make it actually function and work, and to be able to interchange those people with that system. Um, and as long as there's a system for them to follow, they know if they're doing it correctly or not. Um, so when you take yourself out of that equation and you build a system for these people to use, um, that's where we ended up with having that. And it's been just a, it's awesome to see how many, more, like you can really print more jobs per day because of it. Like I know uh, that for sure. We have uh, a partner. Uh, well, he's been on, on episodes on, on this podcast, but Danny Groninger, he, he did a stent um and he has he, he has a doubt that so he has cts machine direct to screen uh wax unit that's got a special bracket on it that works with our reg board and they did two it's an insane number so don't quote me on this but i'm, I'm around the right it's like 283 setups without ever touching a micro oh yeah yeah like no, straight it- yeah. Yeah. It's insane. And that was the thing is we, we knew the power of having a PRU prior because before we purchased, um, our rock, uh, Ryan got us set up and we were, um, doing an RV trip out to Colorado and stopped in and spent like two and a half hours with him. And Danny toured us his whole shop. We got to see them like locking these screens. And I'm like, Alexa, like they're walking around this thing. Like it's not like, and I mean, it's just like, they're just clicking this whole thing in and this guy walks in and he's like, do you like this? And it's like a picture of a bear with like 
15 colors on it and he's like yeah. you should just switch the yellow and the green but then you'll be good to go i'm like but like like they're literally take the stuff off the press and move it into a different position because they can by the time we like did like half of a loop around his shop this guy had like this whole job set up and had a proof ready for him to look at like for us even because we only have a four color like even a four color manually setting it up we wouldn't have been able to even do four and he did like however many colors that was. So for us, it was like eye-opening and especially seeing everything up and running, it was extremely helpful. And I mean, that's one of the reasons we got a rock, uh, being able to see everything and how efficient it was. Absolutely. I'm gonna tell a, a horror story about registration that I have, <laughs> and then anyone else can chime in with their struggles or horror stories, but um, I didn't use any sort of system. Um, other than my invented one, uh, i.e. Uh, what you were doing before Tyler with you kind of, you know what to do and, you know, our team knew what to do, the couple people that knew how to do it, but I mean, it was insanely manual process and we got a gig with a pretty high end client, I'm not going to name names, but essentially we were printing reproduction art onto pillowcases so it's just flat stock that were being sewn into like designer like couch pillows throw pillows that kind of thing and it was intense art i mean these were you know and it was reproduction real art so yeah so we spent one and a half days trying to register this one intense job while they're on site trying to get everything perfect and you know we're used to being able to like trap art and do different things right the tricks of the trade to make registration simple um, granted, it doesn't look perfect to someone who's pulling out a jewelry loop and literally looking yeah. at their design. And um, it was probably the most embarrassing moment like as a professional for me, because you have those people in there, you're trying to get this done, you know, and it, it just took us forever. I mean, thankfully, we got it. They bared with us because there was a lot of color issues, too, um, that weren't real Pantones, that they wanted to be Pantones, even though they weren't real Pantones. So um, that was fun. But that's my registration nightmare, like a day and a half just lost to doing nothing but lining up a brand. Ew. Who's got another one? Brian? Do you ever, like, pull out a hammer and hit the press when you're trying to register anything? <laughs> I, I used to do that, too. Register. It's funny because registration is like one of those things where it's it's the bane of like a screen printer's existence, especially when a lot of people are first starting and they're on, you know, a manual maybe that they got used. You know how you know screen printers were resourceful and we're not always using the best things, especially at first. So you're having to tap stuff into place and stuff can be constantly moving around, which is like, you know, obviously the, the last thing that you want when you're aiming for uh, consistent, you know, replication. So I've, you know, I've, I've definitely used my fair share of uh, inconsistent manuals. I will say that, um, <laughs> you know, through 15 plus years screen printing. Um not too much. I was, I was telling uh, you guys during the break, I don't think I've had, you know, any instances where I've like snapped screens in the middle of printing, uh, except for one time during a rock demo uh, where I was showing a customer, you know, this thing's so easy to use. <laughs> Even I can do it. <laughs> Snap. And then, you know, we got to go in, take out the ink and, and put another screen in. So luckily it was pretty easy with the PRU, but still, you know, not exactly what you're looking for in the middle of a, a demonstration. Yeah. And I mean, like, that's the other thing with the PRU and being able to get everything set up back 
the registration issues really were mainly back when we were on a manual press. Um, and if uh, temperature has a lot to do with everything and like talking temperature inside your shop, uh, this year I installed a air conditioner for the warehouse portion. Um, so that I can keep people here. Like I'm like, I, there, we have a 65 inch flat screen on the wall next to the press. There's an air conditioner. It's for Christmas music only. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But I'm like, you don't need a reason to leave. Like if I can get the tools that make this enjoyable, um, for you, we're going to do that. But I mean, I remember when we were printing in the basement, it was hot and I'm trying to get this job registered. And I had to have been in for an hour and a half. And like, you almost get the last color and you're like, this is great. And then you go to print the next one, it doesn't work. And it was only after this second hour that you feel underneath and you realize you didn't tighten the pallet down all the way on that one. So for the last hour, the pallet's been moving left and right. But all of that comes down to your mindset and being comfortable. And like, that's, that's the main, we, the second we got air conditioning in here, like, I was like, you realize we're in the middle of the summer and it's like 76 in here and everyone's do you, fine. Do you guys keep, uh, it's, it's, uh, stocked in the, uh, in the fridge? <laughs> no, we only ship them to you. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, whoa, 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 whoa. Is oh. that where those came from, Brian? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I re- what yeah, was you it? guys are evil. The he helped us with something. Was it the dry? No, we were... I don't dryer? know what it was. Oh yeah, we were getting information before the we purchased the dryer. Yeah. Um, which if someone has like, the ability- it was like a reversal of like a normal sales process where you ship your customer something <laughs> yeah. to get them to buy something. They shipped me dessert. I told you we've been having a good year. (laughs) I think I ate like four of those and I didn't know whose they were. They were just like in the freezer and I was like, "Hmm." they were hidden too. And I like, (laughs) and, and I've had them before for for those of you listeners that have never had an it's it, uh, ice cream sandwich, like cookie. Mm -hmm. It's, it's addictively horrible for you, but so (laughs) Freaking delicious. Um, yeah, I think we called him and told him he won a contest and pretended right. to be them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's like, really? I know, never won anything. <laughs> my my wife won a life, or not a lifetime, a year supply of dibs. One year when she was getting her doctorate, she won some award. And so they filled up a freezer every week with oh dibs. So we had dibs in our freezer. I mean, just stacks of them forever. So needless to say, I don't like dibs anymore. Yeah. <laughs> I, won, I won a year's worth of frozen yogurt. <laughs> wow. I won a snowmobile. <laughs> yeah, this one. Okay, that's Snowmobile? Really cool. Yeah, Polaris was, it was their uh, 60th anniversary. So they're doing 60 sleds in 60 days. What? So I picked up a ticket. I mean, it was free. You just had to go to a snowmobile dealership and... You know, with all yeah. the snow we get here. Now we now it hasn't <laughs> snowed since 2015. But. <laughs> hey, but you're ready. Yeah. Oh, I'm, yeah, it's locked and ready to go. That's amazing. Um, wait, so can I tell a not horror story of the PRU? Yeah. yeah. So, um, I haven't been screen printing much. It's just, it, he's been printing, our people have been printing, and I've just been doing like a lot of customer service stuff. But, um, this is my story, but it makes it easier for me. So we have a couple of uh, clients that they do multiple um, things of art. And so before they go and like launch their sites, they want to see everything. So we're not going to sit there and print all of their shirts and be like, 
hey, here's your stuff. So we actually have our clients come in and Tyler will have all the screens burned, ready to go. And we'll set up every single job and print literally one shirt for them. And then they can walk out the door with X amount of shirts, one of each imprint. Um, so for this one client, I think he did four, um, four different shirts. So we were able to knock out four different shirts and the setup was super easy. And like his stuff is like three or four colors. And so if you were to do that without the PRU, like they'd be here all day. And like, you really don't want to waste your client's time either. So it's not only like a time saver for us, but it's also a time saver for our clients. And, you know, for the, for the times that people do say like, they just, they just picked up their shirt order. They love it. And then shoot, I forgot to get this person one. Usually we'd be like, yeah, no, sorry. Like minimum order is 24 pieces. But like now we kind of have the option of a PRU where we can quickly set up their job and just, you know, throw it on in between another job. Um, so that's a happy story, <laughs> but yeah. it's, it's just, it's something that it's, it's not only beneficial for us. It's also beneficial for like our clients that want to do something like that. That's an important note too, with the like, Oh, I forgot five shirts or two shirts or one shirt. I mean, I always told people when I was, you know, teaching save your screens for like, you know, two to three days after someone picks up their order for that same reason. And if you have, you know, if you've used a PRU, you have a pre-reg board and you do save them for two to three days, it's so easy. And it goes like a million miles from a customer service standpoint to really retain those people. Cause you're probably one of the only printers they've ever dealt with. That's like, you know what? Yeah. I'll throw another one on there. And by the way, it's free. You know, I mean, you can do things like that when you have this kind of technology. I'm, I'm not saying to, to do everything for free, but it is an option at that point, right? Yeah. Where you could have someone walk away with that and give them that extra level of service that puts you in a blue ocean of, of screen printing, right? I mean, there's a lot of screen printers. So, you know, there is a big red ocean. What do you do to separate yourself out? And, and those are definitely things that that technology allows you to do. So that, yeah, that was a great I mean, story. We've, we've had it where like a client will launch their store and they completely sell out. And, and they're kind of at the point where like, well, we sold out and like, we just launched it. And now everybody's complaining that they're sold out. Well, we're like, okay, listen, I'm going to place the order for the shirts put that stock back on your website and we're able to print it the next day. Like we're right in New Jersey and there's SNSs in Robbinsville. So we get stuff in one day. So like not only mm. are we able to offer like a really quick turn time, it's just really awesome customer service. And I think I've talked about this before. Like one of the things that we really pride ourselves on is not only quality, but the customer service aspect of it. Most screen printers, when you're like, Oh, like I need five extra shirts. Like, do I really want to set up everything for five extra shirts? No, but like the PRU does help with making it a lot quicker. So I'm not spending, you know, an hour setting up a four color job for five shirts, but like we're able to offer that. Um, and it just kind of goes back to like that whole saving yourself time and saving yourself money. But then it's also about saving your relationship with your customer um, because that's like, it's not a great feeling when you have to say no to them. I actually had to say no to someone the other day and it was really, I kind of lost sleep over it, but like you're able to make it up in other ways for them. Like just offering, you know, the five extra shirts that they forgot to do or like, Oh, I need one for my, for my niece. I forgot to get one for my niece. Well, you don't want to disappoint her niece. So you, you just do it. And you're able to do that because of the technology and the procedures that you've put into place. One thing that I was uh, curious about was everybody's got, there's multiple different ways to like get to the same place, right? And in screen printing, everyone's got their own little things they like to do. Um, 
I've always, when I'm registering a job, I've always like preached, you know, take as much time as you need. And the PRU and different tools speed it up, which is great. But like just reiterating, take as much time as you need to get it perfect. Because the last thing you want to do is have to rewind stuff, clean inks, go back and whatnot. And so part of the process that I've always used is to flash every color, right? And obviously, you know, normally the first color after you get things lined up, uh, you know, you're either going to print your, your your dominant white color or your dominant black color. Most multicolor images have one of those two. Um, and then, you know, after that, you're flashing, at least my process, flashing. And then each consecutive color after that, I flash so that by chance, if something's not lined up perfectly, I don't have the wet ink on the back of a screen that once I shift is now going to, you know, create some sort of a ghost. Do you guys implement some sort of uh, procedure like that? Do you flash in between colors? Do you do anything else unique? Um, um, process? Yeah. On our setups, uh, we will always flash every single color, even if it's going to be printed wet on wet um, so that I'm not wiping down the back of the screen mm. um, if we need to make adjustments and we'll, we'll continue to flash until that top adjustment is where exactly where we want it. Um, and say we get three of the four colors locked in, we're able to just go from under base to the flash and then just go to that last color because we know the other ones are already in. Um, and then we can have the guys start taping off any of the registration marks and stuff like that. Um, but yeah, it's that. And then also because I mean, we, we obviously we're on the internet. We see a lot of people talking about these systems and they work when you understand how they work. Um, because it's not just that the screen is hitting these three spots. Um, the three spots need to be identical on your registration system and the board that you're using. Um, we actually have two boards. Uh, the board that we are using and the system that we're using came off an Excel press. Um, so we do have the one where the pieces are movable and I know the newer boards were stationary, um, but because I wanted to guarantee that those pieces were in the same spot as they are on the PRU, um, because that kit came together, we used the larger board, hmm. um, but we just flipped everything upside down and then hmm. reconnected it. So that's kind of like how we've set it up to work for our flow. Um, but it's about taking you can't do it in production. So you need to pick a Saturday or Sunday or whatever, take the time, print out multiple transparencies with different line weights um, for your registration and your crosshair. Um, I've seen videos where they say you want to block out the light. Um, some people like it to be smaller. I have mine where I can see light showing on both sides of the laser because then I know it's directly in the center. Um, if it is too big, you might run where you can still cover it, but you might be left or right a little bit of those crosshairs. So for us, we chose on the multicolor jobs and we're running something through separation studios. We set our line weight for those registration marks at one. Um, if it's a single color job, we just know it has to be in the center of the screen, but we're not lining it up to anything else. Those will be run through illustrator just with like a single, like one or two point crosshair. Um, but and I mean, having all of that and just getting a system dialed um, when you're not trying to get a job out the door. Um, so you do need to invest your own time into making sure your screens are good um, because you could have the best registration. You could have a computer to screen and still 
not be in registration if you're using a poor quality screen or one that's lost tension or something like that, or you're running too much pressure on your press. Um, so for us, we're using a lot of S-Mesh screens. We're running pressures at 40 or lower sometimes um, and it with white um, and it's clearing. And so to be able to do that and just kind of dial things in, uh, you need to invest if you're going to invest in the equipment, you need to invest that same amount of time to understanding how it works so that your process works when you're trying to make money versus trying to figure it out on the go. Cause you, you'll get frustrated and not understand why things aren't working, but you have to educate on that piece of equipment. So I've, I've noticed that to your point, Tyler, there's a lot of, uh, you know, things out there on the internet, people having opinions about, um, you know, the performance of um, registration systems. And so uh, one thing that I've noticed is like in the instance of a PRU, if we send a, a PRU with a press and our technicians set it up at the install, um, you know, I don't hear, I don't hear anything negative, right? Everything works yeah. pretty good. It's the instances like where you guys getting the machine, you're using it, and then you pick one up later, we ship it to you. And the, a lot of the frustrations that I hear from folks are in that type of scenario. So can you shed a little bit of light on, you know, how you got your system set up? Were there struggles at all? Did our technicians, you know, help you over the phone or, or what did that look like? Uh, we sent a lot of it's, it's your, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's all problems. It's yeah. The, no, uh, we, uh, self-diagnosed everything. Um, and I just took the weekend, um, and you probably watched some YouTube videos. Yeah. I mean, yeah. we, there was one video that explained, um, measuring to the center of your screen, um, which is okay. And I agree with that. But for us, the reason we did it a little bit differently is because depending on where your board is and the screens that you use may not truly be like what is it 23 by 31 or something like that if you get from a different supplier they may still call them that and the the open print area is the same but the frame's different mm -hmm. so it may actually be off so right. what we did was we loaded one pallet we put it on head one we got the dead center of that pallet and then we marked the center of that screen above with it with no emulsion so we're marking at the top and at the bottom of that screen so if for some reason, either the way the pallet is in um, or the arms on that, if it even had just a slight slant left or right to it, I have the true center of the mm -hmm. press, which is where it's being printed versus that exact screen. Because you do have a little bit of play in a screen where you could print your image left or right, but still be centered on the t-shirt and on the press. Um, so I think, and that might've been like just with the way we had our board set up and everything. Um, and to make sure when you get all this set up and you're doing your center lines, make sure your pallets are clipped in all the way and there's nothing keeping them from not being locked dead center. So they may line something up, but that pallet had just that little bit of a click that needed to go further or something that can do it. But yeah. And, and another overlook on time is I don't move my pallets anymore. Um, mm. So before I'm like, oh, I want this to come up higher. I could slide the pallets. You do that on every print head or every pallet arm and then you're moving them. Um, we don't move them. The only time we switch them out is for sleeves or fleece. So we have two sets of pallets um, just as a time thing because I'll run a job that has hoodies and t-shirts in it. 
um, but it's quicker for them to pull off all the water-based ones, throw on hoodie ones, we go back to web spray, um, and then when we're done, they can toss on the water-based ones, scrub them down, and then they're back to go for the next job. But the reason we have two sets of pallets is not because we purchased two sets of pallets. We have an eight-color manual that's a really great Lazy Susan. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, we can store our drinks on it and all of that. <laughs> yeah. It's very rarely used, but it's honest. It's I took all the arms off of it. Yeah. So like I needed more space than I have. If anybody needs an eight color manual price, we have one for you. (laughs) You're gonna get rid of your coaster? No, no, I can't I can't get rid of it. I need the boards from it. So that's why we still have it. Yeah. We should do a show on alternate uses of a rock machine. (laughs) Yeah. All the different jelly sandwiches. The flash I eats like up your that. pizza. Don't get Roth started on the food uh, cream. <laughs> yeah. That's okay, every, fine. I, I won't talk episodes. about my cookbook again. We, <laughs> did, we, talk, we talked about all the things that we've cooked screen printing in our dryer episode. I think it was like four or five episodes ago. But mm-hmm. I have some crazy ideas of how to cook with a press. And so I'm destined to figure this out one day. Well, now with the Stampinator, that brings in a whole new... Level uh, right. of like paninis, like all of this. <laughs> like 100%. we were stuck at peanut butter and jelly was our only yeah. thing we made on that there. That was so. just about, I think that was like the second thing we printed yeah. on our press. <laughs> 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 like, can it make peanut butter and jelly? Well, in case you're wondering, yes, it can. You heard it here. I Man, saw someone do a so shirt out of cheese the other day. Yeah, oh, it, was yeah. On, it was on Instagram. He melted. Yeah. He melted some fine cheeses and uh, whipped them up in a nice quart container. And they literally printed and then cured the cheese on the shirt. And then they were all smelling it, which that part oh kind of grossed me out a little bit. But <laughs> it was like a really clean print. It was. Yeah. It was excellent. Yeah. It looked What's good. the uh, washability on that? Yeah. I don't know. We should message him and ask. Yeah. I saw anyway. it on Facebook. It's really funny. It was. I think we probably saw the same one. Maybe they were so. really excited about it. It was. Anyway, with that, let's uh, go to another quick commercial break, and when we come back, we'll talk about how registration can save you money. We'll be and right now back. a word from our cheese sponsor. Someone once said, you can't start the next chapter of your life if you keep rereading the last one. What's the next level in your epic adventure? The Rock Next Auto Press is a perfect blend of driven performance and intuitive design that aligns with your preferred workflow. For these and other expert solutions to help you press onward, please visit rock.us or call 187-ROCKET-NOW. That's 877-674-8669. I want to welcome everybody back to Rock Shop Talk, your one-stop rock shop where we talk all things screen printing. Today we are talking registration about to get into some money saving with registration we are joined by tyler and alexa carey of in-house prints uh, as well as brian richards our rock us channel manager and of course as always meryl caps our creative producer welcome back everyone hello hello i have to quickly note just before we do anything else how much i appreciate that you have your branded background behind you uh your in-house prints and everything with the holidays i just you you just really won the 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 set award for this podcast because appreciate yeah, it yeah we've had our christmas tree up since 2019 thank you that's awesome i love that we should we'll need a photo of that oh yes. so i don't i don't win meryl 
I mean, my... you're a close second, Ross, but I'm talking about guests here. <laughs> okay. Cause Do you guys not follow poster. me on Instagram? <laughs> Do you not see my Instagram all the time? I do. Uh, wait. I'm, I saw I'm a hurting. Facebook thing. Did you put a tree? No, you didn't put a tree on your press. No. You threatened to put that's a full size tree <laughs> on your press. That's mm-hmm. right. Yeah. I want to see that oh, that's before right. the season's over. Yeah, we yeah, should yeah. get a picture of that for sure. A full size yes. tree on a press. Yes. I love it. I can make oh, it happen. Okay. Yeah, please do. Because we, we 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 need content from people. Everyone listening, <laughs> yeah. send us content. We want cool pictures. We want to like show you off. If you like Chick-fil-A, yeah. you should follow me. <laughs> I like that. Okay, Life so, of a female so far, screen printer. You, you, you've told me about McDonald's, no, Wendy's, Wendy's and Chick-fil-A. And I have eaten like nothing today and ran 4.6 miles. So I'm like... That's a choice. Yeah, that's all her. Uh, I'm down 25 this year, so I'm not going there. I'm still ready for that's this awesome. ice cream. I'm down 30, 35 so far. I think the next that's 20 days will, will take <laughs> me down probably to a stick size, considering I'm doing that challenge trying to burn 2,000 active calories a day. So Amazing. I think I would disappear if I burned that many calories in a day. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, Don't try. Yeah, it's 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 good times. Well, let's get into registration. Um, yeah, math you know, with Brian. Well, before we get into math with Brian, I think the biggest thing is you know when you guys added this, you know we talked you you've got a team working for you. Um, do you did you guys calculate how much money this has saved you in time? Um, no, but I saw the money in our accounts go up, so mm-hmm. I know it's working. <laughs> Whatever we're doing was working. Um, but I get, it happens so fast changing over to it. Like just, I mean, every day still, even up to today is like, I had to run out for a vinyl thing and I come back and the guys are done with a three location job. And normally like, I feel like that would have taken forever, like throwing fronts, backs and sleeves. But I'm like, I did my part. I gave them all the screens and I gave them all the equipment to do it with, and Mm -hmm. they're able to lock these things in. Um, and even, even the same stuff for like the sleeves, like, but you have, it's, it's like separation software, like none Mm. of it's magic and none of it's going to work on its own. You do have to learn the system, um, and understand it. But by doing that, I know where to put my art for a chest placement, a full back, a full front. And when we're doing sleeves and doing that and understanding those positions and how they equate on your press once that screen is there is where you actually start to get the savings because you shouldn't have to adjust forward and backwards and up and down and all of that with your art once it's on press. Um, That, but I mean, that has nothing to do with someone purchasing the PRU. That is someone taking the time and creating their illustrator template or Corel draw or whatever. And knowing that every time I drop this art in here, it's going to be between these guides and it's going to land exactly where I want it. Um, and that's the only way to maximize the value of the tools that you have. That's a good point. Starts with the art, something very important for our listeners out there to take into consideration. You're not just figuring out how to use the piece of equipment, but you've got to figure out how to design correctly for the piece of equipment that you're using. And I think a lot of people get stuck there they figure out how to use it on one job and then they do something different in illustrator or corral and then all of a sudden the next one doesn't work the same way 
and there's a lot of frustration. So it's about figuring that out and then making it consistent and turning it into an actual process to choose every time. That's, that's a great note. Um, Brian, I know you've got a, a cheat sheet on your desk full of notes with math. We actually had some numbers, I think, that we, we wanted to go over with, with the audience, just you know, calculations that we've put together. Um, do you want to go through some of that for everyone? Sure, Ross. Um, I think you. Um, so, you know, math with Brian and anybody who knows me will find this hilarious because I'm like the worst at math, but these are real numbers and you can check my work. Um, the hidden cost, the great hidden cost or, you know, time suck of screen printing is what we're talking about today is registration. And you'd be amazed at how many people that I speak with uh, who are looking at, you know, adding a piece of equipment or looking at other options. And we're kind of going back and forth, um, you know, distinguishing what's different about rock, why it might be a better solution. And I'll ask just like point blank, Hey, so like, do you have a beat on, you know, how long it's taking your guys in the shop to, you know, set up screens. And most people don't, right? Like we're caught in this, uh, like putting out fires and the day-to-day of like running a business that like we're not out there with a stopwatch, you know, trying to get better. Maybe Danny Gruninger is, but, you know, very <laughs> few people are, you know, dialed into that process specifically. Um, but it's it's a huge amount of potential savings uh, if you are actually paying attention to what's going on there. So some quick numbers. Um and these are complete averages, right? Some shops will do a little more, some shops will do less, but average screens per job uh, across the board, we're looking at about four screens per job on average. Average jobs per day, this is your you know, one auto shop, uh, you're looking at five jobs a day. So 20 screens is what we're kind of talking about in a day that you would set up and take down and, and register. Um, if you do not have a registration system, so you're either on a manual or you're on a used auto or you're on the most expensive, fancy auto that you can find, but you don't have a reg system. You're lining up in each of those uh, scenarios by eye, you know, pretty similar to how Tyler was describing, you know, having used to do it. And if you're lining up by eye on average, it's going to take you eight to 10 minutes per screen to, to get these things. If you start at a stopwatch, you set up your jobs, you click, you know, you ended it and you divided by how many screens you're going to be in the, in the eight to 10 minutes of screen range in general. So if you say that that's roughly nine minutes, just so we can pick a number here, um, that is going to take you uh, three hours out of your eight hour shift in a world where we just work eight hour shifts um, that you're doing nothing but registering. Right. So that leaves you with only five printing hours and you're only making money when the press is spinning. So you're, you're at a big like cost disadvantage there. Um, if you invest in a system, uh, let's say it's a it's an automatic, but it's a, a you know, a lift and lower style system or it's a, a registration table that's maybe not super accurate. Maybe it's like a static jig and not, you know, like a PRU that actually mimics the uh, screen clamp you're gonna be around four to six minutes per screen, right? So a lot better than eight to 10, um, but some, still some room for improvement. So let's call that five minutes, uh, stick with me here. Uh, that will take you an hour and 40 minutes out of your eight hour shift that you'll spend just registering. 
So six hours and 20 minutes of print time, you know, out of the day, we're, we're getting better. On the rock, PRU, we're at about one to two minutes per screen. On a U press, you're probably on the higher side. You're probably around two minutes uh, per screen. So now we're talking about coming down to 40 minutes out of, a, out of your day that you're actually, when you time it, you're spending on, on registering. So that gives you seven hours and 20 minutes of print time. So you're, you're seeing here how it can benefit you just in terms of like being able to print more. That's one metric. Um, but an, an even more compelling metric could be cost and labor savings. So if you're not the person on press, right, you've grown the business to a point where, you know, somebody else is like you guys, somebody else is on the machine doing the setup. Um, you know, let's say you're, you're at 15 bucks an hour, just kind of a standard, you know, wage. Um, we're talking about $45 every day without a reg system, not, uh, excuse me, $24 a day with a, you know, kind of antiquated reg system and $9 a day on a rock PRU. Now, if you scale those out over a year, you will spend $10,800 in labor just on registration on a, without a system. You'll spend $5,760 on a standard antiquated uh, automatic registration system. You'll spend $2,160 uh, in labor on registering a rock. So uh, the PRU, you guys, you, I know you said the, the bank accounts go up and that's, that's how you can tell. You're saving about $3,600 uh, over another type of automatic system and over eight grand over the way that you used to do it every year. Oh yeah, absolutely. And I mean, it's with the way it's set up, it's efficient enough that um, if I need to hop down there and go register all the screens, they can be grabbing the flood bars, the inks and everything else and be set to go. Um, so that's just been a huge thing where we're able to jump in and take care of that. I'll be right back. Someone came in the shop. Wow. <laughs> Ross, are you there? Welcome back. Yeah, so apparently my internet at my home just completely crashed. Hmm. Um, both my wife and I were, well, I'm not on a meeting. I'm on a podcast, but she was on a meeting and my phone just rang and she's like, I was in the middle of a meeting. Um, <laughs> so I have no idea what happened. So I called back in from my phone. Um, cool. Works. Yeah. I missed just- all of of, of Brian's amazing math. So it was amazing actually. It yeah. Yeah, lived up to the lot of cost savings. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Bottom yeah. line. What bottom would line, you do with, with all that extra cash? So many options. So many things. Auto reclaim. I don't know. Oh Dude. Gosh. Right. Okay. Well, okay. Just hear me out. Now this, because my buildings, I don't know that I can fit two presses comfortably an auto reclaim is narrow and I could fit that. And it's like, it. people don't understand, like that should not be the lowest paying person in the mm-hmm. shop because nope. that's the most important part. It's the most painful job too. Mm-hmm. And if I can train someone to card something off completely and then enter it into a machine, they'll enjoy their job better. And I'll, if you have an arsenal of squeegees and about, screens, We're all about making faster. people not work hard. <laughs> yeah. So we, just, we we want people to love what they do and like mm-hmm. i i know screen printing isn't necessarily always fun but like if you can buy things to make it a little less painful then 
you know, and if you're able to buy them, like we want to, we want to make our people love their job because I think that's very Alexa, hard to do. Screen printing is always fun. <laughs> yeah my favorite is when I like wear a really brand new shirt and I'm like oh my gosh don't get ink on this and the first thing I do is rub up against the screen and there's ink down my sleeve <laughs> that's so. awesome well my phone battery is also gonna die so oh my gosh. I'm gonna use this opportunity to thank everyone for joining us today to learn about registration and um, I wanted to give Alexa and Tyler a chance to let everyone know how they can find in-house prints and uh, what their Instagram and Facebook feeds are. Um, maybe uh, if, if folks have a PRU and you know need to know what that Illustrator template looks like, I'm not sure if they'd be willing to share, but uh, they seem like they might be. Um, so would you guys mind taking a minute to let everyone know how to find you? Yeah, for sure. Sure. In-house prints is just the in underscore house underscore prints. I am life of a female screen printer. I'm the one and only. Yeah. And then we, we, I did put together a YouTube video um, earlier this year on the PRU. Um, so you can kind of see our workflow and how we centered ours and oh, nice. marked it up with all of that um, just to kind of help people had some questions. Um, so we kind of showed the way we did ours. Yeah, um, feel free to message us. But yeah, um, ask any questions. We're pretty friendly. <laughs> hey, Meryl, we should take um, their video link and put it up on our YouTube channel under that section. That would be cool. Sounds to good to me. Have that you content, so. to that? No. It comes up organically, like pretty high. I've I've Googled like PRU to send uh, videos to people and I'm like, oh, there's Tyler. <laughs> That's <laughs> awesome. Yeah. Well, yeah I want to thank you guys that. for taking time out of your day to join us here. Thank all of our listeners for tuning in and uh, remind everyone once again, get, take advantage of that free freight uh, before December 14th um, and continue to press onward. Thanks for having us. Thank you. Thank you so much. Cheers. Much gratitude to Tyler and Alexa Carey of In-House Prints and Brian Richard for participating today. As always, thank you for spending time with us this week. Tune in at your convenience wherever you listen to your podcast by searching Rock Shop Talk. On our next show, we'll feature market shifts for screen printers in the year review. If you'd like to request to be on the show, please visit rock.us slash rockshoptalk. If you found today's episode helpful, the greatest accolade we could ask for is for you to recommend it to a friend who you think may find it helpful as well. Please like, share, and subscribe on social media. Until next time, rockers. Press onward.